When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody out there, Rock is not dead, it's hiding, and you're listening to Cobras and Fire with Gunnar Nelson, your close personal friend. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, along with the dreamy-eyed Baco. How are you, sir? I'm dealing with a pretty heavy man crush, Luce. How about you? Ah, not as much as you, Mm. but, uh, you know, everybody has their preferences, right? (laughs) Yeah, apparently I like blonde men (laughs) with chest tattoos. I didn't even notice that. See, I'm just not sure about you lately. But uh, I might have to have a sit down with, with Amy one-on-one, uh, private style, when, when I visit you. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, yeah, she's probably down with that. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so we're about to unleash a interview episode done at the Rockin' Pod Expo in Nashville about a week or so ago. Correct. Um, with who? Gunnar Nelson, one of our all-time favorites. <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> we've had I'll a little fun what? at his expense, but wasn't it, his interview was pretty amazing, don't you think? Absolutely. The guy is well-trained. Uh, why don't you summarize it? He literally is exactly what you know someone who's interviewing somebody is looking for in an interviewee. He is well-spoken, coherent, has an answer, and can take up uh, you know more time than the question. You know what I mean? Yeah, and also if you don't have that many questions beforehand, he certainly, you know. Yeah, um, I think we 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 opened with one question, and then everything after that was just like based on what he, you know, follow up questions with what he was talking about. So, in other words, it wasn't as much an interview as it was a conversation. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, and he was a very interesting dude. So, so yeah, you know, yeah, surprising Definitely. to me, but I've never, you know, just because I've never really dug that deep into what he, he's done. Exactly. So, you know, kind of an overview of what, what the interview is about. He talks about his time in Nashville, which has been, what, 20 years now? 23. Roughly 15, 23 years. And how he left um, L.A. and project he's involved in, kind of like scrap metal. Abandoned his twin brother in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from Nelson and then came here and did and recently has done projects like Scrap Metal, which is like an all-star band that he'll go into that you've seen mm-hmm. twice, right? And you're About to see, see him it. three times, yes. Okay, you'll see him the third time next weekend. And that sounds pretty cool, the guitar-oriented lineup of that. But he'll go into that. And what else did he talk about? Oh, Rock Motivational Speaker. Yes. And he also uh, – he, uh, he refused to – Take uh, to be played off by the the staff at the expo. He was like, "I'm here, guys. I'm here for you. Screw that." Oh, that's right. He was actually he told loved to leave. Us. 
He did. He did. He wanted to, uh, I was like, you got to go. He's like, uh, no, I'm sitting here and they'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> they were late. They were late. Yeah, yeah, that's they're, probably they're, enough. They're, huh? I mean, people, yeah. even if you don't like Gunnar Nelson or the band Nelson, I got a feeling you're going to like this interview because, well, we're the ones asking the questions, but he is such a uh, well, talkative chat and chap and just an overall good, good guy, I think. Yeah. So without without further ado, here's Gunner. We're here with probably the best looking man in uh, in uh, at least in this room. Where? Absolutely. Uh, Where is he? <laughs> uh, Gunner Nelson, thank you for joining us. Well, thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. Podcast. All right, thank you. It's good to be here. Good to be here. It's a crazy event. My uh, I know it's their first year, but it's my first time ever doing something like this. But uh, for all the listeners out there, if you're hearing ambient noise and people, it's not it's not from a can. It's the real deal. There are all kinds of rockers walking around yep and um the only i guess you guys the next thing to next best thing to being there you're on a podcast so let's rock and roll right on um and you were just telling me that you're in uh you're a 23 year resident of nashville now yeah i was born and raised in los angeles and about 23 years ago i started coming here to do some songwriting with some friends who not only wrote country but they wrote pop as well and rock and a lot of people started moving here because the quality of life was so high and having been born and raised in los angeles i just noticed that Everything in that town had been changing over the years. It had gotten really, really crowded. When I was a kid, there were literally a third to a fourth uh, less people in in town, in Los Angeles. I mean, you you used to be able to get around and stuff. And I noticed about this town that, like, Los Angeles is really about the acting. You know, someone is working with you in a restaurant or something like that. Oh, about the music? Yeah, well, they're they're working on a screenplay or they're going out on auditions for acting roles. Here, uh, music is is to Nashville what acting is to Los Angeles. Yeah. It's a music town, it really legitimately is. So I kind of felt like, you know, for the first time I wasn't swimming against the current, and I had a lot of like-minded people here that were writing songs and going out on the road and, and doing all this stuff, and they just lived for music, and, and I just felt like I was home, finally. Seems almost like a hidden gem for rock and roll, too. Like, it has such a country reputation, but there's a lot of great you know, rock coming out of here. I'm finding, you know, it's not as or much... Or coming to it, anyway. Right, right. It's not as much uh, all about country here anymore. It hasn't really been for about 10 years. Yeah. A lot of the guys that are out on the road playing with your your Keith Urbans have all been in great rock bands too yeah, okay they've got really really great chops um, this town unlike Los, Los Angeles I've got a lot of friends that are still in LA LA's really much more about the pose and the musicians around here man everybody really knows how to play they know how to throw down yeah. I mean if you can't if you can't really really play guitar you won't last very long here right you know you saw two random local bands outside the pre-party Oh, phenomenal. You can walk down on Broadway here in Nashville any time of the day, any day of the week. And you'll listen to amazing live music. And you won't really know, but a lot of these people, I mean, if they're doing that during the week just for fun, a lot of times on the weekends they're out with absolutely A-level national touring acts and doing all that stuff. They're just keeping their chops hot, you know? Right, right. So, what about your brother? Is he here then, too? Yeah, Matt's here. Um, my twin brother, Matthew, moved here about four years ago. Actually, five years now. Uh, we live about five miles away from each other, which is cool. Uh-huh. Um, it took him a lot longer to get out here for a variety of reasons. I think, you know, it's normal for a lot of people. If, you, if you've just been doing one thing the same way for a long period of time, you don't really question why you're why you're doing it. Right. Just, you, just, just all you really know. And I think my brother actually took a little longer to get away from that and give this particular town a chance and what I explained it to him is you know we've got a great airport LA is only four hours away New York is two hours away Chicago's an hour away you can get anywhere you need to go sure now uh, 
<laughs> are you both in scrap metal? You both are, right? Uh, well, no, actually, scrap metal's mine. Scrap, scrap metal's my thing. Matthew does perform in scrap metal. Was he? I've seen scrap metal twice yep. in Hinkley, Minnesota. Yes, yes, uh, we've, the Grand we've Rock done. Um, we've done uh, Rock Timber at the Grand Casino in Hinkley, and scrap metal's going to be there again on the 9th of September. I'll see you there. That'd be awesome. It's uh, it's actually the sixth year that scrap metal has played. So every year you've played that. We have, and we've changed up the lineup every time. Yeah. That's what we actually really love doing with scrap metal. For people who don't know, scrap metal is, uh, we're a collection of friends. Uh, all of us are lead singers that have had hits that you know all the words to. And the philosophy is we don't make you listen through any album tracks. It's all hits that you know the words okay. to. So uh, the cast revolves. It changes, uh, changes based on availability and also what the buyer really wants. Mm -hmm. This year what we're doing is something that's more of a Guitar Heroes themed event. So uh, unlike we've done any other year, this year we've got George Lynch. Oh, really? From, from Dawkin and Oni Logan. We have Pat Travers. We have Barry Goudreau from Boston. Okay. We have Michael Sweet who was also the singer in Boston, but of course in Striper. Yeah. And uh, and we have Elliot Easton from The Cars. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And they only have us for an hour, and before you know it, you know, just uh, everyone's done two or three hits, but I mean, I can't wait to actually... I'm just trying to imagine so everybody, all the guitars on stage. No, here's what here's how it works. On this particular one, we have, uh, we're, we're in the, the core band. And each one of these stars comes out on one, one at a time, yeah, and does their thing. It's a it's a good question. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna come out on a Jeff Beck song for the last one with everybody there, but that'll be the only time that everybody's on stage at the same time. But you know, I, I describe a scrap metal day. It's as much fun as you can have with your clothes on. We have a great time, and for the musicians, what's really great, you know, all of us are out with our own bands. We're out doing our our set. A lot of us are doing are doing a set that we've done the same way yeah. for years and years and years. And when you're doing a scrap metal thing, for me as a player, it's great because it keeps me fresh. I have to learn all of this material note for note, and I've gotten to actually, technically using air quotes here, um, be in bands that I grew up loving. Yeah. Even if for one or two songs, but you know when you're looking over and. You know, shoot, I'm I'm in Slaughter for a minute, or I'm in Winger, or I've been in Lawrence, or you know, Jimmy Jameson, God bless him, rest his soul. Uh, I got to be in Survivor. I, I mean, I've got to do all this stuff. Yeah. I've got to jam with Lita Ford, uh, things like that. I I never would have gotten a chance to do. And, and do you guys, how do you rehearse for that? Though? I mean, you like you can't obviously get together for no, a we weeks. And, and we don't. Uh, we're we're all at the at the level. You're all that good. No, we're just at the level where. You know, we, we actually coordinate um, through the internet, through email and all that. Here's the set list. Here are the keys we're doing them in. Know it. And everybody is expected to show up and know it note for note. Now, for our guest stars, there's really no pressure on them because... They're playing their own songs. They're playing their own tunes, you know, unless they want to join one of the other cast members for I mean and that's happened a lot like Brad Whitford was playing with us last year and of course he was he was with uh, Derek St. Holmes and that was great but Pat Travers has always been a fan and wanted to join Brad for an Aerosmith song so you know that just happens in the moment but you get a lot of magic that way a lot of that spontaneity it's it's a way for for us to get out of that groove that for a lot of us has become a rut you know when you're singing your memories and you're doing all that stuff and you, you've just done it the same way yeah. night after night you know, it's kind of nice for all of us to get together as friends and kind of kind of connect with the same kind of reason, or through the same reason that we all got into music in the first place. We, we're just excited about rock and roll, and we love playing tunes, and we get to hang out with our friends, 
and be in front of a large audience and uh, you know, basically celebrating the rock that got us into it for the first in the first place. That's great. You know, one thing that. Um, blew me away at the last year's show is that you opened with a Hurricane Alice song uh-huh. and they're not exactly I mean it's it's their hit but it's not exactly a well known track I mean I played it on one of our podcasts right. and a couple of people like you know who Hurricane that, yeah, well, that was a well, that, you actually know Bruce or? I know Bruce and Bruce is an awesome guy and great singer still he's a great singer and, and it was a, a pleasure to actually get to play with him and you know we've done some uh, some shows with with uh, guys that have had you know hits that we're at the tail end of the whole MTV thing, mm-hmm. and had they, you know, had they come out a little earlier, perhaps they would have had a little more life to that. Yeah. But to uh, to Bruce, Bruce was just a pleasure, you know. And, and we were turned on to Bruce through John Domigal, who who handles the band. He's the agent for the band, and Bruce Nauman actually works with John Domigal and, and mentioned that. And you know, it was really great for me because I got to learn that song. I got to play the guitar parts on it, and over the years, I mean, we've been doing this about ten years now, and the cast has grown and grown. Look, I'm a giant George Lynch fan, and getting a chance to actually do a gig with George That's and Oni cool. is great. I mean, last time I actually got to tour with them, Nelson was on tour with Cinderella and Lynch Mob back in 1991, and that was absolutely phenomenal. And George was getting a lot of crap from his record company <laughs> because we were a pop, we were a pop band or perceived as a pop band, but we were doing really really well at the time. And um, again, I was just this huge fan. I, at the beginning, I kind of got a little bit of the cold shoulder from George until George saw our guitar player Brett Garson perform and Brett was just kind of a freak now mind you going back to that time that was a day and age when everyone's guitar player could beat up on the other guy's guitar player it was like this battle of guitar heroes no one sounds like George Lynch George Lynch could pick up a Hondo guitar and play through a pod and still sound like George it's all in his fingers our guy Brett Garson no one was playing like him I mean he wasn't a blues guy he was playing like Alan Holdsworth very legato um, he's just a just a really amazing guitar player that we got from John Farnham's band in Australia. We actually imported him. They became fast friends on the road, and they were, you know, showing each other just different licks and all that kind of stuff. And they were, you know, guitar peers, which was cool. After that tour was over, I got a call one day from George. Apparently, it was a typical Wednesday, and the morning of a session he was supposed to have with Don, he got in a big fight with Don. And he wanted to <laughs> piss him off, so he's like. You got to fight know, with Don? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And uh, and he and he asked us to come down. He asked me to come down and sing the lead vocals on a on a single for his Sacred Groove record. And so we did. And uh, Matthew sang back up on it, and it was really cool. And uh, I've always been a Dawkins fan. So these are the things that I get to do. It's, yeah. a, it's important to note, man. I'm I'm a fan like everybody else. I love this music. And uh, just getting to tour and getting to meet all these folks. You know, occasionally we got a chance to jump on stage with them at the end of a show on a tour, but I, I kind of created scrap metal so I could I could force that every single sure. show that we do. Uh, I think they just gave us a five they minute. Us, they gave us a cue. So um, who gave who a cue? Uh, I guess you're supposed to be. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you know what? They can't do the podcast in another booth without me there. All right. So I'm here for you guys. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm well, sitting down. They were late. So what you know you, what? What are you doing now? Uh, a lot of stuff. Well, we're doing scrap metal. Um, Nelson is back out on tour. We just played the Iowa State Fair about a week ago. Anybody from the original band? Um, no, it's just me and Matthew. Yeah, yeah it's just, I mean, obviously just me and Matthew. Me. Well, everybody else, I, I um, well, Bobby's with Lita I, now. I hooked up Bobby with the Lita Ford gig, oh, yeah. which is great. I mean, he, he's the one that got the gig, but right. you know, Miss Lita called drummer. me up and said she was having drum tryouts, and I said, well, you're just going to waste your time if you're going to do that. I've got your drummer for you. Yeah. And, uh, and and we went back and forth, and then the first time she met Bobby. 
it was just the perfect fit. He's just such a great guy. Bobby's family. Yeah. So um, yeah, so he's he's out on that gig. Uh, Brett Garson moved back to Australia. He's now the musical director of their version of America's Got Talent. Of course, it's called Australia's Got Talent. Mm -hmm. Paul Merkovich went on our keyboard player. Man, he's been the musical director for. He started out with Cher after us, but uh, he was he's the guy who does all the music for The Voice now. So he's ascended to TV stardom. And uh, Joey Cathcart's retired, so other than that, it's just me and Matt. But we're out there with Nelson. Our band is uh, Jeff Bowders on drums from Puddle of Mud. Okay. We have um, Howie Simon from Alcatraz on guitar. <laughs> oh, you're going back there. And we have, um, we have a, a new guy that I, I found named Scotty Bratcher, who's probably the best blues guitar player and singer I've ever met. And, uh, and so we're working on Nelson stuff. Of course, always going out doing the Ricky Nelson Remember Dates, which we love to do in honor of our father. And it's a totally different turn, man. Sure. I get to, get to play the James Burton Telecaster stuff, which is fine. Keeps me sharp. Uh, we do a Christmas show, and and I've got a new uh, I've got a new Southern Rock thing together that can't really talk about because it's not together yet. Sure. But hopefully this time next year, it, it'll be something to talk about. Exactly. You say you have a new what, Southern, a Southern Rock trip Southern Rock. Okay. with with the same Scotty Bratcher that's also in Nelson. Okay. Okay. You got you're obviously busy then. Um. You know, keeping it busy and and uh, you know going back. I mean, there's some gigs that we're going to do that. You know, basically, it's it's celebrating the memories that we all have. Mm -hmm. You know, going out and doing a Nelson show. Right. No one really wants to hear new Nelson music. We did three records for Frontiers, and and it was great, and I'm proud of them, and they're wonderful. But people want to hear the hits, so you know, go out and do those. Mm -hmm. uh, still get to do those hits again in scrap metal and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the the stuff I'm really excited about, as far as the growth side of what I do, is really that new Southern rock trip that we're tentatively calling the Stone Canyon Band, and. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's the best stuff I've ever written. And uh, having a good time putting that together. Have you ever thought about teaching a class to up-and-coming uh, wannabe, or not wannabe, up-and-coming rock stars on how to actually do an interview? Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys have a hard time sometimes? Yeah, you know, it's, it, uh, you, you, you answer questions perfectly, eloquently. You're loud. Uh, oh, um, thank you. Yes, it's... Uh, thank you. Um, you know, I it's... You I, got, I got to be honest with you. You know, if, if I were to sit down and, and talk to anybody that wanted to get into our business now, guys, I wouldn't know what to tell them. Yeah. I mean, I really honestly wouldn't. When I started out, there was kind of a formula, you know, where you you had the vision oh, for a sure. trip. You um, put a band together, started writing songs, started doing club shows, building your following. You got the attention of a record company who signed you to a demo deal, then a real deal. You made a record that they hopefully released. And hopefully you made an MTV video that caught on, and then you went on tour and you were a huge star. There's none of that going on these days. It's uh, it's the Wild West all over again. So when uh, when well for the last five five or ten years, the only way for a new kid to get heard was really being a karaoke artist on a TV show, and having somebody if they did win that show. Granted, everybody would know who they were. But you had some producer from that show who owned those people for the next seven years of their lives. I, I for one, would never counsel somebody to go that route because I'm really much more of a, of a slow burn kind of guy. I don't think anything Gibbons ever appreciated. Mm -hmm. I think that there's no substitute for moving your own gear, for driving to the shows, for dealing with crappy promoters, for getting stiffed on gigs, all that stuff that everybody that you're talking to today has under their belts. I don't think a lot of kids really understand that that's a huge part of it when a lot of kids can go out and get a DJ kit from Guitar Center and 
you know, put together a DJ trip and the next thing you know they're Paris Hilton and they're making 750 grand a gig. It's not our world. We do what we do because we love music. We do what we do because we write our experiences into our songs that hopefully the fans can con connect with and make a part of their lives. That's why we do what we do. It's not for the money, it's not for the fame, it's not for any of that. You know, you leave your loved ones at home, you eat bad food, you sleep in bed bug hotels and all that stuff. And it's every day is a slog, but you can't wait to do it again the next day. And here after all these years, I still feel the same way about music. I'm still excited when I'm on to a new song that I, I think is a good one. Mm -hmm. um, whether or not anybody ever gets to hear the song, the reason why I'm doing it is because it's just what I do. And it's what my family's done for the last hundred years. That's amazing. Do you have any uh, final thoughts? No, just that's great to hear as far as uh, like slugging it out. Because a lot of the bands, we, our, our podcast is all about featuring new bands. And, and we talk to awesome. a lot of... Uh, New artists that talk about that they don't even go into hotels. They use 24-hour fitness to shower. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> like that. You know, the YMCA, body, the whole thing. Body. I got it. Right. Yeah. That's the world. Uh huh. So, I get it. And they're great and uh, up and coming. You know what? All I can say is any advice that I have is that somebody is going to go number one every single week. Yeah. It might as well be you. You know, you're one yes away from a completely different life. Yeah, that's true. And if you quit, you're never going to get that yes. You know, and uh, it, this is not a business for everybody, but I'm not being discouraging. I'm saying there is a reason why people are successful and they stay successful. There's absolutely no substitute for tenacity. And just, you just can't give up. You're going you're gonna to have your friends and your family and all these well-meaning people saying, my God, the odds are so against you. You're never going to do it and all that. Just put that in your bag of power and keep slogging it out. Get better with your plan. Get better with your writing. And one day, hopefully, a song's going to connect with somebody that, uh, or with the people out there that's going to change your life. So you actually do know what you want to say yes. It's perfect. Well, uh, what I'm not able to do is I'm not able to give anybody kind of like a, I'm not able to give anybody a guideline saying, here's step A, step B, step, step C. No, no, I got you. It's, um, I, I was being a little joking. No, no, there's just no one way to do it anymore. But I look at this environment that we're in as an opportunity. Yeah. Just like the Wild West was. There are people mm -hmm. that were striking it rich and... You know, it's that whole he who dares wins thing. There are no rules, so make your own. Right on. Be the first one out there to come up with some idea to promote your band that no one's thought about before. And not Thanks, only... <laughs> yeah, there you go. And not only be successful promoting your band... <laughs> Jerk socks. <laughs> but, you know, um, if, you're, if you're really, really smart, it's like all the people that got successful during the gold rush here in America. Uh, they're the ones that were selling the pickaxes mm -hmm. and the tin pans and the blue jeans and all that stuff. Get your band successful, but if you're really smart and you come up with a new way to promote and do all that stuff, trademark that sucker and make money off of everybody else too. That's all I can say. You have a second career as a rock motivational speaker. I am the rock and roll Tony Robbins, yes. damn it. Thank you very much, Gunnar. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 